Well, greetings all of our Facebook family and YouTube family and Charisma Podcast family. We want to wish you a very blessed uh, Christmas season. And I believe uh, though the holiday has passed, we're still in the season of celebrating Christ. And that's what we do in that time and in every time. So we're grateful for that. I want to declare uh, just a great blessing over your holiday. Uh, we're so excited to be with you today, and we're preparing for the new year. It's a new season. It's a new day. I believe even a new era that God is bringing forth. So I'm glad you're with us. I'm going to pray that you would uh, do us a, a uh, do us a favor and sow a seed of sharing. And uh, we believe that as you share the podcast. You're helping the gospel of the kingdom reach all nations and different regions. So hit that share button, hit that like button. I'm going to do the same in just a moment. I'm going to my Facebook page. I'm going to pull out my phone. I'm going to ask that you do the same and you uh, go down to the This Rock International Facebook uh, page or YouTube and hit that share button and like and make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel so you can be uh, updated on all of our information, all of our uh, movements and all of our broadcasts. So I'm going to my, my phone now. I'm going to ask you to do the same, pull that out and you can go to this rock international ministries, hit that like button as I'm doing now, if you can do the same and there's a share button, you hit that share button. It's going to help us increase the impact of what we're doing in the kingdom of God. And I believe the Bible says that uh, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all nations of the world and then the end will come. And it's imperative that that we preach the gospel of the kingdom. And that is a message of dominion, a message of rulership. And I believe that's one of our responsibilities as believers. So we're grateful for that. We're going to ask you to share, uh, to do that. Thank you for sharing. I uh, want to welcome Sister Lisa uh, Sister Viveros, welcome that. Thank you for being with us. Sister Victoria, blessings to you. Happy Wednesday. Uh, the Lord bless you, Sister Bianca. Thank you for being with us. We are getting ready uh, for a wonderful podcast in a moment. I'm going to bring on a, a great man of God, an apostle, uh, a mighty man of God, a friend of ours, a family, a covenant brother in the kingdom. Uh, he's the overseer of Life Christian Church in San Diego. Uh, his wonderful, him and his wonderful wife, Pastor M, have a, a, a beautiful family that serve the Lord. The fruit of their ministry is amazing. Um, he's a man of God. He actually just traveled with us last month to South Africa and really impacted the region. So I'm going to ask you if you would to thank the Lord with me for my friend, the man of God, Apostle Rocky Martinez. God bless you, Apostle. Thank you for being with us. Hey, good afternoon, sir. It's such a privilege and honor to be with you and address those that you address daily here on the on Facebook and live and wherever this is end up going. I'm not quite sure where all it goes, but uh, what a privilege to be with you and everyone else. Oh, blessings. Thank you for being with us, Apostle. I know your day is so busy. He is a man who impacts his city. Uh, they feed thousands, uh, 16 tens of thousands monthly. They ministered to uh, the police, to the mayor. He's a man of God and light in his generation. So uh, we're so grateful. We've talked about having him. I'm so blessed that God made time for him and room that we can come and uh, do a podcast, but also shed light. You see him wearing the RTA shirt. I'm wearing the brand new black RTA shirt. He's got the Navy blue going and he's representing the Navy in the name of the Lord, but uh, the kingdom of God. But we're, we're going to talk about that. But I'm so grateful. All of you are here. Uh, thank you for being with us. Destiny, Pastor M, so good to see you from San Diego. She's sending our love, her love. We're so glad that you and Apostle are a part of our family, and we can't wait to see you this weekend. They are going to be speakers this weekend, one of the ministers who will be helping us to raise the altar in Riverside. We are transitioning from one dimension to the next, and there is a supernatural shift already taking place in the spirit and they carry a grace apostolically and prophetically to release the word of the lord you're going to hear from them this weekend but even better you're going to hear from them today today so let's get ready if you'll share that if you'll like that 
Please do that. Let's start with a word of prayer. We're going to get right into the word. You'll hear myself and Apostle begin to go back and forth, share the word of the Lord. And at the end, we're going to pray and release the word of the Lord over you and believe God for God's best over your life. So let's begin to pray. Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. We come before you and we invite your presence into this place. We ask you to be the God of, of, yes. of the airwaves. You said the devil was the prince of the power of the air, but you rose on the third day and said all power and authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Now we can go and make disciples of all nations. The heavens now are yours and you ascended on high to declare the airways belong to you. So as we come before you today, I ask you for miracles, for signs and wonders to accompany the teaching and preaching of your word, that as your man of God speaks, as we speak together, make us one voice, one spirit to minister to the people with wisdom, with revelation, with counsel, and with might. I pray that you direct us and lead us in that which you've ordained, that you would get glory and you would get on. And now speak to our hearts on this, the last podcast of 2023. Next year, we will be in a new dimension, a new season, and a new year. So speak to our hearts and let the last be greater than the first. Minister powerfully. Mm -hmm. Angels, speak to your people. Heal bodies, deliver, and let your glory abound. This we agree for in Jesus' mighty name. And we say amen and amen. Amen. So uh, we're going to read our key verse for today, and that's found for in the book of Romans, chapter 8, 21. I'm going to read two two scripture texts, and then we're going to begin to share the word of the Lord. Let me encourage you. We are in a season of shifting and of movement. Uh, there is a divine shift and a release in the spirit dimension. There's been great war, but get ready where sin has abounded and darkness had abounded. Grace is going to much more abound. Help is coming to those of you listening that are holding to the word, that are standing on the promise of God. I'm going to read our key verse for the podcast that's found in the book of Romans 8.21. The Bible says, because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the sons and daughters of God. I want to encourage you. Everything in creation is longing for freedom. People, places, things. The Bible says mountains uh, can rejoice. Trees can clap their hands. In uh, Inanimate objects have sound waves in it. We're finding in quantum physics that all matter has sound waves in it. We understand that to be true in the Bible and science is finally catching up with the word, with the Bible, because God said it and he created it. So everything created makes a sound. And when the righteous are in authority, it rejoices. The the birds rejoice, the the, the land rejoices, the ocean rejoices. But when the wicked are in authority, there's a groan, there's a curse in the land. So I want to encourage you listening that creation will be delivered from bondage, from corruption into the glorious freedom, into glory. I want to tell you, this is called to be a season of glory and of power and of dominion. Normally, we would go right to 1 Kings 18.30. This is RTA week, but I'm going to take you to Revelation 4, verse 10. And this is the theme of our end of the year conference, but also our crossing over. We will conclude this conference uh, crossing over uh, on on December 31 into the new year. So it's it's the end of a thing, but it's also the beginning of a new year. And this is what I prayed on. I heard the Lord say this out of Revelation chapter 4, verse 10, that the four and 20 elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshiped. Him that lives forever and ever, and they cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created things, and for thy pleasure they were created. I want to encourage you, this is a season to cast our crowns. Anything he gives us must be laid back at the feet of Jesus. I heard, uh, you'll hear the apostle in a minute, the Magi. I heard him teaching a couple months ago. It stirred my spirit. One of the functions of the Magi are the kingmakers. Apostle mm-hmm. Rocky began to teach this, and it stirred me because the, the wise men of the story 
of them coming from the east are to proclaim and to help affirm in the earth what's already done in heaven. The kingmakers are arising. I want to yes. tell you, you're kings yes. and priests. And one of our jobs is to put that crown back at the feet of Jesus. Whatever he gives us, it is safe at the feet of Jesus. Whatever we hold is now can become an idol. So I want to encourage you, no matter what authority, what blessing, what favor, what good thing God has given you, there is a time to worship the king. And that time is now. Our nation is in need of a move of the glory of the Lord. And as that glory comes, we're going to see fire and power come. Go ahead, Apostle. You know, you, you said something very powerful there. I know, on, uh, particularly in Romans chapter 8, verse 21, the groaning, it kind of reminds me of Exodus chapter 2, where a groaning, as we know, can even be a, a sound. It's a sound, obviously, and it caught yeah. the attention of God. And then we see uh, Exodus 3 come in where, where Moses meets God, at, uh, which is one of my favorite times, is, is when, when a man meets God in his whole history is a shift mm. in because of the presence and the power and the fire of God that came into that. Sorry. But you said something very key about um, about in Revelation 4, when they were casting the crowns, it says they gave thanks. Mm. And I began to study that some more, of course, going wow. to the, into the conference here and realized that thankfulness is how we return glory back to God. Come on, Apostle. And if we don't, if we don't give thanks, like you said, if you keep that crown on your head, thankfulness is is the immunity to pride. That's, that's what caused Satan to go what he went into because he kept all of the, look mm. what I've done, look at myself, you know, and eventually when you, when you stop giving thanks, then you're keeping uh, the glory that God gave you, the power and the revelation, the wisdom, uh, Isaiah chapter 11, verse two, you're, you're keeping that all to yourself. And eventually you're going to become toxic and poison to yourself. Come on, come and on. That's, that's not a good situation to be in. So when you said that really, that really stirred my heart because mm. uh, just myself, I've been, I've been on my face before God and say, God, is there anything I've been keeping? Because what we have that you haven't already given us, it's all yours anyways. I, in fact, yeah, I was created by you. Yes. So I, I don't even belong to myself. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I have found that the way to return glory back to God is through the avenue of thankfulness. Come on. Mm. Mm. Uh, Apostle, you said that that really stirred me. Blessings. So good to see you, Sister Cassandra, Sister Desiree. Welcome, Sister Mary, Sister Eunice, Pastora, all the way from Fresno, Pastor Lorraine uh, and, and Pastor Jaime. The Lord bless you with loves and ministry. We're going to look forward to seeing you this weekend. They are actually driving four hours to be with us, four to five hours to get on the road and bringing their church. Love's church is coming Hallelujah. to raising the altar. So there are He's ministries coming. coming from far and wide. Be encouraged. Uh, there is a remnant in the earth, but I'm going to, I'm going to go back to that. The Bible says the scripture tells us by his word that in everything to give thanks for <laughs> this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus in Hallelujah. everything. The Bible doesn't say for everything, but in everything. First Thess yes. Thessalonians 5, 18 says in everything. I don't give thanks for everything, but I give thanks in everything because I yep. know everything I'm going through is going to work for good somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't like dealing with sickness or disease or wounds or hurts or betrayals or, or, or heartbreak. I don't like dealing with afflictions. Nobody does. But here's what Paul begins to write as he grows in his mantle, that he now learns to glory in infirmity, that the power of Christ may rest upon him. An apostle just said a nugget. Some of you need to write him a letter, send him an offering directly. This Thanksgiving nugget, this giving thanks is something so heavenly. It shifts attitudes it, it shifts hearts it he said he said this he said this it keeps us from becoming toxic bitterness becomes a root of bitterness the bible says that springs up and defiles many bitterness right. is is hurts it's it's offenses that are allowed to fester and now bitterness becomes a lack of gratitude what did god do what did God already do? I want to encourage you listening. The key to what God is going to do sometimes, most of the times, is found in what he's already done. Blessing right. Sister Yolanda. What has he already done? And when I become grateful for what he's done, it unlocks what he's going to do. But I can look at what he's not done yet. And I heard this said before, and I, I'll echo this, that in heaven, we are accused before God daily. The yes. Bible says, the book of Revelation says that in, in heaven, the enemy stands before the throne of God 
and he accuses the saints, the brethren, day and night. So in heaven, we're accused before God. But in earth, God, uh, the devil accuses God before men. So in heaven, you're accused before God. In earth, the devil accuses you, God before you. So in heaven, the devil's accusing you. In earth, the devil's accusing God. God's not good. He's not going to mm -hmm. do what he said. Yeah. It's not going to come to pass. You missed it. You're never going to get it. God didn't speak it. God ain't going to bring it. So he's accusing God in our ears. And sometimes without knowing it, our bitterness, our offense, our frustration is an agreement with a force, a power. Yeah. It's not God. So apostle put this so, so prophetically that this attitude of, of gratitude, this grateful heart, but also the act. Gratefulness is an emotion, gratitude, but giving thanks is an action that you yeah. open your mouth and say, Lord, thank you that you've kept me. I may have a hundred things on my prayer list, apostle, but I've got 10 things, maybe five things he's already done. And the key to right, those 95 right. being done is what did God do? Go ahead, Apostle. That's amazing. You know, part of the, the word glory is in the Hebrew, or it depends where you look at Old or New Testament, it, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to use the word weighty. Mm. And so uh, medically, that, that kind of messes with me, because anytime you put something, you take an object and you put it on something, you lift it up, it's going to leave an impression. And so the glory of God is weighty. So when it rests upon you and it lifts, it didn't lift to go away, but when it, it leaves a mark on you, it leaves an impression on your life that God sat on you, so to speak, and there's a mark on there. And so, as you just said earlier in, in Romans 8, 21, you know, it's talking about until uh, as we, as we're in this earth, we're going to go through tribulation. Like you said, you're going to go through resistance. And, mm -hmm. Uh, the anointing will never resist God. It will resist right. the enemy. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times these challenges that we're facing, what shall separate us from the love of God, as it talks about, uh, and especially in Romans 8, when there's a groaning, it's not just a groaning because we, we desire to be with God, but the yeah. things that are resisting us as we're pressing forward each and every day. Uh, there's that desire to, to be more like God, and we are pressing into it, but then there's the right. resistance that comes in our way. So when we see the elders, the 24 elders, which is, you know, there's some thinking on that, but there's the, the, the 12 apostles and the 12 tribes that have come together mm -hmm. and they're there and they're worshiping and the crowns that they had on their head were that of victory, things that had already been achieved. But come on. you have the, the, the beasts there, the four that are there before the throne room of God. I mean, it shows a divine order that when apostle, I, I've learned this in my life that when I, thankfulness is, is, is a word that's often minimized, but realizing that even it, can I stay as thankful in the midst of tribulation mm. as I am in the midst of victory? Come on. Because the tribulation being thankful is what increases the size, if you will, my anointing pipe. Mm. That's what actually increases it. Not, not the victory. The victory is the result of pressing through. Come on the resistance and the storms and everything. Now, if I can maintain the consistency of that, it's going to increase the size, if you will, the glory pipe that I carry, the anointing oil, Come on, which is mm -hmm. going to cause me to have a greater impact. But the positionally is, is that the elders, they were right there at the throne room where, where, where the Holy Spirit is and the seven spirits of God. So there's a divine order in this that I believe, particularly coming into 24, one of the words I've heard specifically for 24 is divine order. Come on. And that is going to really tremendously impact the church in such a way that I personally believe, as the Lord is constantly saying to me, uh, church is going to change uh, uh, like you've never known it to be. That's uh, right. It's going to be different. Now, I don't know what exactly that looks like, but mm -hmm. I'm starting to get a picture now out of... Uh, when you when you sent me that verse out of Romans or not Romans, excuse me, but out of Revelation four, I said, wait, this is showing a divine order here. Yes, and thankfulness will keep you in the presence of God mm -hmm. because you're constantly casting the crowns of the victories, the triumphs before the Lord. You realize the through the through the seven spirits, the, the attributes of the the character of that I call it of the Holy Spirit functioning in your life you realize your wisdom didn't cause this. It's, it's the spirit of wisdom. I, I didn't know how to do it. That's the spirit of knowledge. And you're sitting, you're functioning right there. But I've also found that thankfulness, ungratefulness will keep mm. you small. Mm. Ungratefulness, it'll keep you empty. 
and it'll fill you full of pride. And before you know it, you're, you're, you, you, you fear yourself more than you fear God. So whatever your fear is, Come what on. you're going to worship. Mm, Apostle, you're, you're speaking now. Um, uh, uh, blessing Sister Sarah. Uh, Pastor Matt, so good to see you. Royal, welcome, welcome. Lafonte La, La Brown, the man of God. He's a part <laughs> of uh, Life Christian Church, armor bearer to the man of God, spiritual son. The Lord bless you and your family. Uh, there's a, another miracle coming in your health. I see a healing ministry. Lafonte, what's on your father What's on your apostle is on you. So I see a miracle. I see God touching again. I don't know. I haven't talked to your apostle, but I saw your name and I didn't mean to move it around. Blessings again, Sister Yolanda. Again, Pastor Matt, we're so good to see you. I pray we see. I know we're going to see the Spirit-filled church family all the way from Indio. They'll be out with a few days coming to worship with us. It's going to be fire on the altar. You said something, Apostle, that that attitude of gratitude, a grateful heart, it shifts things, it moves things, and it's an imperative. Um, a psalm says, and one of the uh, one of the the quotes uh, said this in the comment section. This is from the Book of Psalms, chapter number nine, okay. to give thanks with a grateful heart. Grateful so, heart. giving thanks you do with your mouth, but gratitude comes from your heart. And yes. sometimes we can go through things so long that the things can get in us. Yes. And we can go through the pain and the wound and the waiting and the trial and the holding on and the Jesus help us so long that that thing gets in us. I want to tell you, guard your heart. Proverbs says, guard your heart for out of it are the issues mm -hmm. of life. Issues don't come from the outward in. They come from the inward out. And when we have a grateful heart, it gets past our mind, our thoughts. It gets past our soul, our feelings, but it goes to our belief, the core of our heart. Now we begin to shift seasons and dimensions. You Absolutely. can be, as you mentioned, Apostle, you can be in a, anyone can worship God when the money is right, right and the roses are blooming and the birds are chirping and the sun is shining. But who are those who are the remnant, the true worshipers who have perfected praise? And I'll say it before, said it before, I'll say it again. Perfect praise is not your pitch. It's not your tone. It's not your notes. It's not the sound, but it is the consistency of your praise through good times and through bad, through valleys and through mountains, through tribulations and through triumphs. Can we praise him with the same fervency, if not more? When you're going through the trial, the praise and worship and the thankfulness should get louder than the yeah. moaning and the groaning and complaining. I'm, I'm mindful of the children of Israel. The Bible says they provoke God for 40 yeah. years and he was long suffering. I mean, we wait four years. We wait 10 years. We wait 20 years. God is so gracious. He waits 40 years on a generation and they won't repent. So the Bible says they die off in the wilderness and yeah. their carcasses fall in the wilderness and God brings the next generation 20 and under except Joshua and Caleb because they had a different spirit. I don't know about you, Apostle. I believe you are the same spirit. I, I, I'm not as young as we used to be, but I want to go <laughs> with the next generation. Yes. I, I want the young people. I want to have a different spirit. I want to be the, those that hear things differently, see things differently. And so we can be transgenerational, that that right. next generation needs leadership, but it needs leadership who is like Joshua and Caleb. They've got a different spirit in them. They see things. And as you mentioned, I'm even thinking of the story where they are getting ready to go into the land of milk and honey, the land of promise. And the land is full of giants. And the Bible says that there are 10 spies that come with a wicked report. The Bible doesn't call it a factual report. Doesn't call it a, a CNN report. Doesn't call it a, 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 glow, a, a natural report. It says it was a wicked report. And right. may have been factual. But the context with which it was spoken, it was called an evil report. But two of them had a God report. And if right. you remember the words, I'm, I'm, it's coming to my spirit. They said the land is flowing with milk and honey. The Bible says that they came back with fruit from the land and it took two men to carry the grapes. 
I don't know about you. That means that some big grapes, some watermelon sized grapes, and they put it on a stick and two men put those grapes on a stick. And so these are watermelon sized grapes. The harvest is great. The land is flowing. There are giants, but they said we are well able. And the key to moving in authority is what David also said. The same God that delivered us from Egypt is the same God that will deliver these giants into our hand. We eat giants for breakfast. Hallelujah. We eat them for our breakfast. And they were mindful of what God already did. David was mindful of the lion and the bear. So when the giant came, he said, the same God that gave me victory, we've got to have selective memory, Apostle. Not that we forget the failures, forget the disappointments, but we're not mindful of it. We're mindful of the victories. We're mindful of the, of the, of the blessings. And, the, and we just put our focus on what he's done, and we'll see the hand of God in Jesus' name. Well, wow. you, you know... You- your 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 cause is just to open more uh, this in me, and that is one of the things that I realize, Apostle, going through battles in my own life and seeing it in, in in present situations where I see some people in today, is that when you when you start to lose that unthankfulness, it's because mm. there's now a familiarity begins to yes. set in, and once that familiarity sets in, mm. there becomes that comfortability. And Come we on. got to control it now because you just got to stay in that place. But the only thing is John 10, 10 says the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. And I have found him that that's where the enemy can get access, where it begins to steal uh, your victory, so to speak, to steal these these memories in your life, these these, these courageous moments in your life. It, it reminds me of, of the 10 lepers that, as you know, one came back to say thank you to the Lord. Come on. And, and, and Jesus said, this guy that has come back, so to speak, he said, this is a voice of a, this is a foreigner. Come on. This, this is not my, my, this is not my people, the Israelites. And you can see that if we're not careful, that we can become so familiar with moves of God, uh, come on. services with our preachers, mm. uh, with all of these things like that, to where we just say, oh, that's what they're supposed to do. And we move on. But Apostle, these these mm. nine these nine lepers did not leave whole. Come they on. left repaired. They left with the healing, but healing. they didn't leave whole. Come on, Apostle. This foreigner comes back mm. and gives God gives Jesus thanks uh, because he wasn't familiar with Jesus. Uh, for for Jesus to heal him would be you know it would mm. be considered a miracle. But the other nine Jewish brothers, they were so familiar with like, oh, this mm. is what this is what the preacher was supposed to do for me. Come and on. They left and they never came to complete victory. Now, fast forward, if in with respect of this in a context way, is these nine could never cast their crowns at the feet of Jesus. They could never do so because they lost that that thing, that familiarity, and it steals the progress and the momentum in your life. Mm-hmm. And so we can see that uh, further into this, without giving the things, familiarity will begin to set in. And that's just the way the enemy comes in. And then you start saying, well, you know, the Lord couldn't have done this without me. Or apostle couldn't be doing what he's doing without me. Come on. Uh, We've lost that gratitude. We've lost Mm. that thankfulness by doing so. And and now we're stepping in a word where Jesus talking about in Matthew 6. Now Now you're trespassing. Yes. And so it just begins to violate, and it, it brings us to a, a very dangerous position called uh, the, the, this, the same spirit that the saint has called the sin of self-exaltation. Come on. Now I'm exalting myself. Mm. I should be acknowledged. Uh, you know, I'm going to build my own thing. Now you're trespassing. The, there's some other things involved in that, but, mm. but rather it's... Uh, uh, we, we've got to get back to that place like the with the elders. And you talked about worship earlier as well is that's one of the things that was powerfully restored. Well, you can see the uh, the alignment of how worship worked in heaven and how they sang. I, I'm, I'm just saying they sing the same song. It's not a new song. It's the same song that they're singing over and over. And every time they do, it's you, the 24 elders, they're doing the same thing. And I'm thinking, how do you sing the same song? And how do you keep doing the same movement? And yet it's like you've never done it before. And so I see how the glory of God through thankfulness refreshes you every single time as mm. if you never experienced it before. Wow. Wow. Amen. I'm going to receive that.
for myself. And I'm going to ask you to put in the comment section, honor, not familiarity, honor leases access. And that's a challenge when you get to see people up close and you get so close. It's challenging because all of us are work in progress. None of us are Christ. We're, we're becoming, you know, in the, in the, uh, the Bible, the early church never called themselves Christians. They were called uh, yep. in Antioch Christians by others. It right. meant to be Christ-like, all they would say. So Christian means to be Christ-like. So we're becoming like Christ, but to say you were Christian means you were already there. So they called them Christians, and I'm not against that terminology, but what they would say is, I'm on the way. I'm, I'm right. headed that way. I'm, I'm trying to become more like him. And I like that response in that all of us are becoming like Christ and all of us are transforming. But let me encourage you, honor uh, and forgiveness and gratitude are going to yep. keep you safe. They're going to keep the people around you well. Uh, familiarity, offense, frustration, bitterness is going to disqualify you for things or keep you in a season of desert longer than you need to be. The children of Israel took 40 years for an 11 day trip. So good to see uh, Pastora, uh, prophetess, her and her husband, Apostle Jose, are the overseers of Rivers of Living Water in River in uh, Los Angeles, in Bell, I believe Bell Gardens, the Lord bless you, Pastora, uh, yeah. Madeline, yeah. she's good friends and family, a part of our family, the Lord bless you. Uh, but not for no familiarity. This is that we are, we, we've got to be family, which is the root word of we've got to be family, but not familiar to the degree that we disregard the God in one another. And so what happens in these, um, I I was speaking to a pastor recently, God bless you, sister Gloria. So good to see you, uh, sister Rose Bonet. Welcome family. Thank you for being with us, sister Sarah. Thank you. Um, I was speaking to a pastor this morning and uh, we were praying and talking about, Jonathan and how God had to remove Jonathan out of David's life because that covenant of relationship and love would have could have turned toxic later on down the road. And we don't know all the issues. All we know is of God. And we know that when Solomon, uh, when Solomon or when Solomon, when Jonathan, when Jonathan uh, had this covenant with David and God had picked David. Rightfully, Jonathan was the heir to the throne. Uh, blessings. It's so good to see Pastor George. Uh, he's our, our covenant family from Spirit Valley. Uh, the youth pastor, we love you, Pastor George. We can't wait to see you this weekend. It's going to be powerful. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat this, that Jonathan was the heir to the throne, and God picked David. And God uh, required uh, there to be a, a preservation of that relationship. So there yeah. had to be disconnection. And now, da- now David is moved out of the house of Saul to preserve their relationship. And I want to encourage you, God wants to preserve relationships. And I do believe that at, we must become family. We must come closer. Right. The, the church model is shifting. I don't believe the church age is over. Some say no. the church age is over. We're in the kingdom age. No more church, no more pastors, uh, no more apostles. Now we're just a brother so-and-so, which, you know, you can have a revelation. I believe the church must fulfill the scripture that says the keys of the kingdom will be given to the church in whom the gates of hell do not prevail, and whatever we bind on earth will be bound. So I believe there's still more to be done in this church age, but we are bridging into the kingdom age. Dominion is here. So let me encourage you. I agree with with uh, with uh, the, the authority of dominion, but I must also encourage you that the model of just churchianity is shifting into family. God is releasing fathers and sons and relationship and community. That's shifting. But I do, I must encourage, we are family. Blessings, Prophetess Sherelle. So good to see you all the way from South Africa. The Lord bless you and your husband and your family. God bless Hallelujah. you. Um, there is a, 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 a caution. We must not get familiar with what God is honoring. We must always keep this regard. And that's challenging because we're humans and we're in process. But I, but I love what Apostle said, the key to keeping uh, us immune from some of these things 
is this heart of gratitude, being yeah. grateful for who's in our life, not not getting so comfortable with who's around us, that things are owed to us, that I this is owed to me, that's owed to me. I'm, the only thing owed to me, I believe, by the Bible says, is to love. That's all that's needed. Oh, no, man, nothing but to love them. And if that's not coming through, I believe God will grant that to us. Go ahead, Apostle. That's, that's, that's impacting me. Mm -hmm. You know, Apostle, uh, there, there's many things that you've spoken of that I, I see very well before my I see it with you. Uh, I see it with the, the different apostles and pastors and prophets that have been part of the RTA that I've had a, the honor and the privilege to get to know because of you. And I've watched that in, in, in how uh, the relationships are maintained and how people keep their proper uh, their place in that understanding. Uh, you know, bodies have an age, but a spirit doesn't. Obviously, yeah. it grows. And oftentimes we say, well, I, I can't really receive from that person because I'm older than them. Now, we know mm. that's carnal, that's flesh. We know that's not even yeah. true because there's no age on a spirit. It's eternal. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't change the way that we see things and the perspective, I mean, even in the same chapter of Romans chapter 8, it calls us heirs and joint heirs. It's talking about family. And th these are sons and daughters that we're speaking of. So one, the church age can't go, yeah, it'll come into it because then in the same verses that you're speaking of about Revelation chapter 4, verse 11, it, it talks about uh, the four living creatures. The one had the face of a lion, a, a calf, a man, and an eagle. And it speaks that yeah. there's there's different resemblance of things. But uh, from a lion, I see, as you said, the rulership, the the kingdom model that's going into this. The, the calf, obviously, is, is, is that of servanthood. Uh, man, obviously, is the son of man, and the eagle is the son of God. So I believe the Lord is showing us a, a shift here that, yes, there is the model of church, which is that of kingdom family. Well, it's family bringing into the, the line of the kingdom in the midst of that, that we're supposed to be uh, serving the entrance of our king, mm. the entrance of our family, the interests of our nation, uh, because it's in the name of the Lord. So all that entails, and then we walk as the until we're with Jesus forever, we're going to walk as a as a man like the Son of God on the planet Earth. Come on, come and on. So it, this is showing to us here what uh, pattern model, whatever you want to call it. But as you're talking about raising the altar with the throne, you're talking authority here. And it's when we come into these places and we accept that uh, each person in their place of, of family or whatever their call is, uh, the smartest thing to do is is if you're called to connect to that, uh, you, you got to get it. There's one thing that I, I feel that really has to be dealt with it is this lie that um, I feel all alone. Uh, wow. This lie that I can't connect in a church or, yeah. uh, you, you know, I, I'm, th that's a lie. The Bible calls us uh, a body. It says that we're many members. It says that we're joints that supply. The only reason I wouldn't be able to connect or supply is because I believed a lie that I cannot. So the enemy's mm -hmm. made me that I can't connect anybody in this church. And I've, I've heard that in my own church. So I'm talking yeah. about me. And, and I've heard that just more recently. And I said, no, that's a lie. You're a joint that supplies. You can connect. You can connect with people in here. You just, uh, you know, again, that gratefulness, that gratitude, you know, uh, it, it'll blind you from that yeah. uh, because I, I need it done my way. No, that's not what it says. Mm. It says that, that you're a joint that supplies. You're that's to right. edify. So, Come in and join in to the kingdom family. That's right. Be a servant uh, as a man walking like the son of God, serving the interests of the king. Join all of us in worship, right? As we come with our victories, as we, we place our crowns before the Lord, because it's not like our own might and power has done this thing. When I got born again, one of the greatest freedoms I ever experienced is that I could take off a mask mm -hmm. and just be who I was. Now, that doesn't mean I stayed, you know, messed up, but I, I was in that among with others, but we we're all being perfected, coming into maturity ourselves. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that restored to my heart was it was that ungratefulness. Now, I need to do better. I'm growing in that. I haven't mastered that yet, uh, but I'm, I'm doing a whole lot better than that. But I want to increase the glory of God in the one way that I have found thus far. I'm sure there's many. But I can tell you about this man and uh, some of the places I've been into. There needs to be a greater thankfulness. Come on. There needs to be a greater thankfulness of, of, of the things that God has put in our life, the victories in our life. And that's, that's going to happen. I really I don't believe the Lord has put this, this specific RTA uh, with these specific verses. I don't believe this is by accident. 
Come on. I believe a divine order is coming into 2024. Mm. The Lord is dealing with our hearts, and we're going to come into victory in this, man. We're, we're going to see a, a, a major victory. And you, you, you did mention the Magi, and uh, I, I was praying over that again. And I, I just believe in my spirit that the fullness of that has not happened yet. Mm. And, and I believe a greater, greater uh, transition that's going to happen in 24. Mm. I re we receive that, Apostle. I, um, I'll say the same, that every time I stay in gratitude, which, you know, the Bible says we enter his gates with Psalms 100, we enter uh -huh. his gates with thanksgiving, the first dimension, then we enter the courts with praise. With praise. And I believe Psalms 91 says that we dwell in the secret place, and that comes through hearts of worship. Hearts of worship. And thanksgiving, we heard that verse earlier, uh, we give thanks with a grateful heart. So we're giving thanks. But then our heart is where worship comes from, gratitude. And I believe that one of the keys to entering worship encounters with the Lord is that grateful heart, gratitude. Yeah. Um, when I'm grateful, when I'm looking at my family and I'm looking at the people in my life, I'm looking at the ministry and I'm looking at, at the things and I'm, I'm looking at it through the lens of gratitude. Um, you know, it, you just it shifts your spirit. It shifts your you're, you're, you, you feel a certain way, you're walking with a certain perspective. And in the right. same lens, I can look at the same family, the same church, the same relationships and say, wow, woe is me, yeah. woe is me. And now I can begin to pervert what God wants to bless. It's right. just a way of looking at things. And I, I do believe that gratitude and gratefulness as you're speaking it, it, in giving thanks to the Lord and worshiping, putting our crowns on that altar and going before the throne. You, it, this picture is almost an oxymoron of a king casting a crown. You know, you don't see kings bowing to anybody. Normally kings are the ones that are bowed to. Right, but in right. this kingdom, he's the king of kings. And the one thing that will make us a king and keep us in authority is our worship. That no matter how high we go or what we accomplish, great or small, we stay in humility. We stay grateful. Uh, no matter what happens, even if we're hurt and we're wounded and we, maybe somebody's done us wrong or we've done wrong, that act of humility of asking for forgiveness, forgiving quickly, loving, staying, protecting your heart, it keeps us Amen. in a place of healthy, godly relationship. Hearing the Lord, you know, thanksgiving, praise, and worship, these are part of our vital, I believe, our our, our weapons in the spirit to stay sensitive to what mm -hmm. God has done yeah. and to yeah. what he's yet about to do. So when, when I give thanks and I open my mouth and I start to thank God for my health and thank God. And you mentioned earlier, I believe a hundred percent that God is going to make clear godly relationships. You mentioned earlier chronological age, which is earthly time and mm -hmm. Kairos time, right. which is spirit time are two different things. And in discerning, that God is going to raise a people around us to be peers and people, even leaders um, that are of the previous generation. And this is going to be, this is what Saul, I believe, could never understand that how Dave, I, the Lord spoke this to me specifically, Apostle. Right. He All said right. to me that there is room in the house for Saul. He told me that, and I, I began to study this. And the first thing a new king does when he takes the throne from another lineage, he's got to wipe out the bloodline. So he's oh, got to get rid of all of the people because it's the blood. That's if you listen to that, it's it's the blood that gives yeah. them the right to the throne, and they can do yes. a, a, a coup or a, a they can do a rebellion through the blood. So the first thing the king does when he takes over the kingdom, anyone of the house of Saul, he would have to slaughter. Well, and so this is why David made a covenant. Bless you, Apostle Dara. The Lord bless you, woman of God. We can't wait to see you in a couple of days. Amen. To you and Apostle Kim, uh, we know there's something powerful you're bringing this weekend. It's going to be phenomenal. Amen. Bless you, Sister Cameo. And so the first thing that, that David must do naturally, physically, is get rid of all the bloodline of Saul and obliterate them, annihilate them so that they can't come and take the throne back. And here was the beauty of this thing, that God gave a covenant between Jonathan and between David, that if Saul would have repented, there would have been room in the house yeah. for Saul. 
If yeah. there would have been repentance, so I, I believe this with all my heart, Saul didn't have to die on the battlefield. Saul didn't have to no. uh, fall on his own sword. He didn't have to end in shame. He could have finished in honor. And the Lord said this to me, always honor the previous generation, always honor even those who are who have gone astray from the Lord and lost the fear of the Lord. Never put your mouth against yes, the yes. anointed. Never wow. raise your hand up because I've made room in my in my house for Saul. And as David, you can never lift your hands against Saul. And, and here was the problem. One of the things I believe that's difficult because of this age thing, I believe that we've got to be careful because there are, are young people. I do believe we're going to lead them, but there's graces that are going to be on them that are not on us. And as David, we've got to be sensitive enough uh, to be to be able to discern, but also know uh, there's certain things that are coming. And I believe one of the difficulties with Saul, Saul was the king and God had removed it. But I do believe that there's a generational uh, bridge that's coming together that David's and Saul's or David's and the previous leaders of the previous generation are going to be strengthened. One of the job of David was to be a glory to Saul, not a competition. Not I'm competing with the previous generation who has more, who has more members, who has more money, who has more, more, uh, more access, more followers online. It, David was supposed to be a, 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 a glory to Saul. He was the armor bearer of, of Saul. He was a, almost like a spiritual son. David was rejected by his father, Jesse, then again rejected by his spiritual father, Saul. So now he's he's on the run, and these issues, because he's never fathered, show up, and now Solomon is suffering some issues that were never dealt with in David. David takes Bathsheba. You see, we find this to be happening and brings a curse on his house. The Bible says the sword will never leave your house. Then the same spirit that was on David increases in Saul, uh, uh, in Solomon, and Solomon has a thousand women, and he 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 perverts the kingdom. So right. I want to encourage, we need fathers, we need elders, we need right. the previous generation to help guide us, and the next generation, we've got to make room for them and not and not miss it and not be able to learn, not be able to submit ourselves to what was before us so that we can be unified because there is something called rank in the spirit and that yeah. rank, our mind doesn't want yes, to understand yes. it and our flesh doesn't like it, but our spirit recognizes it. And if we yeah. don't understand it, it will move things. It will shift things and it will cause even doors to close that aren't supposed to close. It will move us out of opportunities because this is not a church thing, though it is church. It's not a religious thing. It's a kingdom. It's a yeah. government and it's an army. It's an army of the Lord that God and you, there's certain laws you can't go on. I've not been in the military. I know you can speak on that a little bit, but there's certain called rank in the spirit. Yeah. And when you violate rank in the spirit, there are certain laws in the military. Yeah. You, you, you'll get a court martial quicker than, than than your head can spin. But go ahead, Apostle. I, I'm feeling that very strong. No, you're 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 hitting right on it. You know, I've I've had this argument, and it is coming in, and uh, it's uh, it's you know it's you you see where uh, the, the the titles in ministry are being attacked right now in some ways. Uh, but you know, I just I, I see this happening. And I said, if you look up the Greek in these words, it's going to use the word office. If you see the word office, it, it, it's in family, but it's still, it's in the context of rank. Every God has a chain of what we call a chain of command. Amen. And uh, it, it, it does have its appropriate authority level. And, and Jesus, he, he taught his apostles, if we can say it that way, the Lord's Prayer. He, he taught the apostles, do not trespass against your office which is to say that's one of the meanings of that word it's do not trespass against another ranking office mm. stay within yours stay within the revelation of it stay within the practice the function and the knowledge of it but do not trespass another office or officer in the lord Come on. it is specifically there because romans 13 tells us god is a god of authority that's one of the reasons god came and visited adam, adam every day because of accountability it is there and I'm watching today, people are becoming bearing because they, they are placing, they're violating, they're trespassing, Come it's on. affecting them. Uh, I don't believe the Lord is uh, purposely trying to punish them, but rather to get their attention on something. Mm. You have violated and you're allowing things into your life. Now, eventually, as a, uh, we can go into the context of a, of a father, that's an official position in the kingdom of God. Yeah. If you trespass, you've opened the door of violation in your own office, and now it can come into your family. 
that's what we said sometimes uh, we say this the anointing does not resist god there's sometimes that god is allowing something to happen to get your attention but yet we call it the devil but yeah. when it's the holy spirit he doesn't risk god and he's trying to get these things back but at the same time i've seen uh simultaneously it happened where there was some in the eyes of people this person was not worthy of honor or respect and i've seen where they did and i saw the doors that were open for them which was to me was unimaginable wow. and the lord says because they made their heart right which was done in secret nobody knew about it but because they made their heart right these doors were open because of that yeah so I have found honor can can open doors for you that probably mm. nothing else can. Mm. I find that look at Mother's Days and Father's Days. They they say I forgot how many millions of dollars are spent on those specific yes. days alone. Yes. Honor alone can change the economy of any country, if if people will just begin to offer or rather honor, excuse me, uh, God's way of doing things here, honoring the the man or the woman that God has chose mm. to put there you can literally change the if 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 churches today uh will begin to honor their senior leaders in the way that god has placed it you can change the whole economy of a church you mm -hmm. can change the economy of a city if a church is a church of honor it's going to change its surrounding surrounding areas i recently had two two areas where i had to correct in my heart and uh certain doors were open for me because of that and when i was walking through this one hallway the Lord says, because you've honored this person like I've asked you to, it opened this door. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think about it. Now, naturally speaking, I felt this person is not worthy, worthy of respect. Well, excuse me there. But uh, that's not the way God saw it. And I agree with you. If Saul would have repented, he could have, but yeah. he didn't stop. And, and unfortunately, he had, to, he had to turn to the spirit of familiarity versus oh. the spirit of honor and it wow. destroyed his life, but it also destroyed his, his family. And that was completely unnecessary. And of course, with honor, as you know, before honor is humility. There's the humbling of yourself. That's one of the things I appreciate about the RTA family is there's a great humbling. It's not, uh, there is no competition. Of course, we, we know whom God has set in place and we just work with it because we ultimately know who has the plan. And it's That's easy to do that because you, you see the increase of the Lord. I've seen people and families blessed. My life has been blessed because of it, and it will continue. Uh, I've seen uh, God open doors into magistrates and, and the political uh, simply because the person chose to make an honor. Uh, Daniel with Nebuchadnezzar, it changed the history of a king and provinces because of that. Uh, so honor, honor is a huge thing before the Lord when it comes to recognizing authority. Authority will save you. Amen. I'm I'm an I'm in agreement a thousand percent. I'm gonna ask you to in, in the comment sessions put there honor and thankfulness, honor and thanksgiving. This wow. is a key. I'm gonna take it for myself for 2024 and beyond because there's so much coming and we're choosing to honor, we're choosing to forgive quickly, we're choosing to, to keep our hearts ready so that we can go forward and see the hand of the Lord. Right. in a mighty, mighty way. So I'm so grateful. I, I felt like God has already spoken so much. Uh, they're going to put up that flyer. Uh, we're going to prepare. I'm going to give Apostle Rocky just, just a moment to share a few more words in closing. Then he's going to pray. Then I'm going to pray over you. Uh, but uh, this weekend, they're going to put that flyer up for uh, this Friday, the 29th of, of December through the 31st. So the 29th, we will be this Friday with Prophetess Juanita Francis Amen. and the team, all of the teams will be with us, Prophetess Juanita Francis, this Friday, Saturday morning at 10 a.m., Saturday evening at 6 p.m., Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, and then also at 12 noon, and then Sunday evening, we will be crossing over to the new year at 9 p.m. We'll be taking communion. We'll be anointing with oil. Uh, we're going to be uh, finishing the the year of 2023 on the altar, then crossing into the new year on the altar. So we're going to be anointing with oil for our next season. I'm going to ask you to join us if you can for this conference. Again, we've got Apostle Howard Pios will be with us. Apostle Rocky Martinez, our very own. Uh, Apostle Kim Gaskin. Uh, Apostle Fred Hodge. 
prophetess Juanita Francis and awesome. myself will be ministering. I'll be ministering the New Year's okay. service. Uh, the ministers will be bringing phenomenal words. We made plenty of room in the service so they can take their time and share the word of the Lord. But we'll also be prophesying all weekend. So you don't want to miss that. Please, there's a registration link. They're going to put that back up. Please register if you're coming. If you're coming one day, two days, three days, just let us know when we're going to prepare. Uh, make sure we've got enough seats out. We're going to pack out the sanctuary. Uh, we're also going to prepare our children's church, those that need children's ministry. Please do that. I'm so excited for what God is doing. Yeah. Honor and humility are a key to keeping us. Honor and thanksgiving are a key to keeping us well, keeping us protected, because we're about to see harvest as never before. I did hear the word of the Lord. I'm going to repeat it again, that 2024 would be a year of multiplication. Amen. And this is good for some but this yeah. is also not good for others. And I don't know who they are. And I'm I'm, I'm going into the end of the year with my hands up, um, checking my yes. heart, forgiving, <laughs> letting go, canceling anything negative yes. and releasing. Yes. So I want the seeds of goodness and favor to multiply. Yeah. I don't want junk to multiply. I'm circumcising my ear, my heart, my mind, my attitude, uh, my wife and I, my children, the church, the leadership. We will be fasting and praying Amen. and seeking God that we transition into this season because we only want God to multiply goodness and mercy and favor yes. in yes. our lives. So we've got to make sure that's seeded. That's in the ground. Jesus took. He said, what do you have to work with? How come he didn't just call, uh, you know, bread from heaven at that time how come he didn't in this season how come he didn't uh just send uh send water how come he didn't just send fish to jump out of the boat he needed a seed in the hand of that little boy and right. he took what was given and he multiplied what was there this is going to happen so i'll say this again i'm praying for everyone all leaders but let me remind you let me say this yeah. again we are going to see the chickens come home to roost for some that is good, for some that is favor, for some that is promotion, but for others, it is demotion, it is uncovering, it is exposure. So you're going to see a lot of shaking in 2024, and we've already begun to see it happen in the church. And you're going to hear more. God gave me a word about this with the passing of uh, some bishops. We may get into that this weekend, but I want to encourage you, uh, make sure as we go in, our hearts are grateful. We've forgiven, we've loved, we've honored. We're blessing those who cursed us. We're praying for those who took advantage of us, who despitefully yeah. used us. Yeah. We're doing good to those who did evil to us. We're, 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 we're showing love to those who hated us. We've got yeah. to do the right thing so we can be sealed. So when the harvest comes for the righteous, we're celebrating, we're rejoicing. It's like the time of Egypt where the harvest came and liberty came and freedom came. In the yeah. time of Egypt, deliverance came. They spoiled the Egyptians. They took the silver, yes. the gold. None left feeble among them. The angel of God visited them and healed them while the angel of destruction or the destroyer came and visited yes. other houses. Depending on the covenant on the door, it's, it's determined by what visited the house. The blood brought salvation. It says they left the land of Egypt and none was feeble. I want you to think about that. The elderly, the, yes. the, the sick and the broken. That night when they ate the lamb, the angel of the Lord visited and it healed some. It delivered some. People with, with paralyzed feet got healed. People Hallelujah. that were old got energy and none left feeble. From the oldest to the youngest, they were touched. They left the next morning and spoiled the silver, the gold, the jewels. They took it. They left with harvest. They were protected. This is yep. the time we're going to see for the righteous, for the remnant. But for the Egyptian system, there yes. will be great shaking, and that's starting in the church. Yes. That's all we're going to say about that now. It's starting. If there's going to be an exposure and an wow. uncovering of things that have not pleased him. Yes. There's going to be a shaking of churches, facilities, movements, leaders that have, have gone away from the fear of the Lord. Now, I believe they're going to be able to repent and come back if they do, but yes. you're going to watch God expose and expose. A great shaking is here, but I want to encourage you, you're built on solid ground. Go ahead, Apostle. Any closing words there before we pray? Yeah, you, you know, just in, in the closing here, um, 
the, the words honor, the words humility, obviously the Bible declares before honor is humility in the book of Proverbs. And obviously Revelation chapter 4 and 10 11 reveal that to us as they came down and they cast. Because not to, it's, it's the way, again, that we return glory to God. It's how we increase in the glory of God. But when we hold on to it, that's when pride kicks in and it starts to unwind our life in a very negative way. And eventually, you know, Peter talks about it, about how you can build your life on wood, stubble, and hay. And so, yeah. hey, come next year when things start to really unfold, you'll know if you've been getting Thanksgiving or not. Because when we see things start to get burned up in people's lives, then we realize we've been building our own house versus God's house. Uh, but I believe there's great forgiveness. I believe uh, there's going to be a great time of mercy uh, to come to the altar of the Lord and just release it all and just just fall on your face, man. It just uh, like the woman did before Jesus. She just came and exposed herself and said, hey, Lord, this is me before you. But I but I've witnessed personally uh, in these RTAs of, of what Apostle Leon is telling us. And I want to encourage you if you're if you haven't made the time, you need to make the time. My life, my family's life, and ministry life was personally transformed and restored in so many ways, and we're still going through our breakthroughs. Uh, but I really want to see you come, uh, and so you can get that breakthrough. There's there's such an honor here. There's such humility. Uh, there's such respect. Uh, there's nobody here that's treated any differently but within the love of God here. And you can come, and I can guarantee you that you're going to see something and experience something brand new for your life that is so needed for 2024 as they lay hands on you and part on you and anoint you for whatever God has for your life. But 2024 is going to be a year of great divine order, breakthroughs, and I believe royal generosity is going to come like never before. Mm. Amen. We receive that, Apostle. Royal generosity, breakthrough, divine order. And if we'll allow God uh, to release these things, if we allow him to order our steps, yes, we'll allow him to, to redirect us. And that's our prayer. Um, we're searching ourselves. David said, Search me, examine my heart, Holy Hallelujah. Spirit, see what's in me. Is there anything that needs to be healed? Yes, and I'm going to encourage you to do the same. I'm taking that posture. I don't believe we have it all together. I believe we're all a work in progress, but we must be those that fear the Lord, that have clean hands and a pure heart. We cannot go forward with impure motives or yeah. Im impure actions in this season. We've got to put that on the altar. We've got to have clean hands and a pure heart, not lift our soul to vanity, and God will give us access to the mountain of the Lord. So I'm so grateful, Apostle. Thank you for taking time. We're going to pray. I'm going to ask you to start that prayer, release the word of the Lord over the people, release a blessing for the new year uh, over Christmas, whatever you feel, and I'll come right behind you and we'll right. conclude that prayer. Go right ahead, man of God. Right. Thank you. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for all that is watching and those that will watch. I thank you for this amazing time that we have given, that you have given us, Lord, to, to represent you well. Thank you for Apostle Leon and, and his team and that have sown into this and made this uh, possible so that the airways can be filled with your glory. Father, we thank you that as the words come across and those that have already heard, I thank you for the removal of wax from the ears, uh, God's scales from eyes. Father, may the, the pricking of the heart, those that are, are weary right now, those that are, uh, as, the, as uh, Elijah says, why do you halt between opinions? Lord, those that are limping, uh, those that are sick, those that are, are broken because of this in-betweenness. Father, I thank you that through this and through the RTA, that Father, the restoring of the altar, God, a new encounter would come to their life, a restoration and a healing and a, a new filling come into their lives. So Jesus, we thank you for supernatural rest, supernatural strength. God, I thank you for your fire that is coming upon them across this airways, Lord, as they lead him to you, as they humble themselves before you and saying, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I want to walk closer to you in 2024 and be part of the great, great explosion that's going to be taking place next year, Lord, with the power, with the fire, as it said, with the acceleration and the multiplication. God, we just declare this so already, uh, Lord, as I can sense already that altar, man, it's already burning, ready to explode. It's going to touch the people, but it's also going to touch cities, counties, states, and nations. So, Jesus, we honor you, and we thank you for that right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, I just agree with your man of God that every word that was prayed, let it be uh, 
touched and agreed and established. Lord, let it be established by two or three witnesses. Yes, God. God, I pray that what was spoken in the in the secret place, let it be fulfilled in the yes, earth God. realm. Let the word become flesh and dwell among us. We are those that fear you and trust yes, in you. And we ask you, Lord, to cover and to keep. We ask yes. you to strengthen every believer under the sound of our voice, that as we That's pray Lord. and come before you, we declare miracles and signs and wonders would encompass the healing of our hearts, the yes. rest of our soul, the renewing of our minds, so we can have access into the holies of all yeah. and see your glory invade cities and regions and territories. Let yes, miracles, Lord. Lord, even flow through the, the re-airing of yes. this podcast. Let the fire of God be seen. Let your anointed one yes. and his anointing manifest in our generation. We yes, are God. hungry for you now. Now I pray, Lord, every word spoken yes, today concerning gratitude, concerning honor, concerning giving thanks unto the Lord, concerning pure hearts and clean hands. Let us receive it with gladness. Let us give thanks yes, to you with a grateful heart. We yes, yield Lord. ourselves and we choose to honor. We choose to forgive. You, we choose to love. We choose to do the right thing. We choose to make uh, yeah. be light in the midst of darkness and let us release goodness and mercy and favor. Yes. I pray protection. I pray covering. I pray the hand of the Lord over those under the sound of my voice that are in need of your touch, God. S send angels to Thank minister you, to their bodies, to their spirit, to their yeah. hearts, and revive them so they can finish this year strong. Yes finish it revived and start this new season with blessing and with Thank favor. You, I seal this now yes. and I agree with every word prayed yes, from Lord. your apostles in Jesus mighty name. Jesus name. We say amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Apostle, we love you, sir. We're so glad you will be with us. We can't wait to see you this weekend. It's going to be a phenomenal time of the word of God, the anointing, Again, uh, we can't wait to see you, Apostle. We love you, sir. Thank you for being with us. Thanks, sir, for having me. It's such an honor and a privilege to be with you. Uh, looking forward to being with you. God bless you. Okay, if you will, please send Pastor M all of our love. And I look forward to seeing you in just a few days. The Lord bless you. Thank you, bless Apostle. You, sir. Bye-bye. Amen. Amen. So we're so grateful uh, that Apostle Rocky took some time to share the word of the Lord uh, what a phenomenal word he brought. It is an amazing moment we're in. I'm going to add it again. They're going to put up that flyer for the raising up of the altar here in Riverside. Apostle Rocky, uh, Apostle Howard Pius. Apostle Howard is flying in tonight all the way from uh, from. Uh, South Africa, Pretoria, or excuse me, uh, Johannesburg, I believe they flew out of, but they're coming from Secunda. And God is going to use a mighty Apostle Rocky Martinez. You'll be hearing from him on Saturday. Same with Apostle Kim from, from WHO World Harvest Christian Outreach Ministries, the over the global ministries in Egypt and different places of the world or in different in different lands of the world, in different parts of Africa. God is using them phenomenally. He, he was they were with us, him and Apostle Dara were with us just a few weeks ago. The glory of the Lord touched our church, and I saw the, the glory hit San Diego just a week or two ago. Apostle Fred Hodge is going to be ministering supernaturally Saturday night. It will be powerful. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be life-changing. And then you'll hear from Prophetess Juanita Francis all the way from London, England, this Friday night at 7 p.m., uh, we're hoping and and praying that you can come in person to be a part of it. They're going to put that registration link up this Friday, just in two days from now, this Friday, Saturday and Sunday, Friday at 7 p.m., Saturday at 10 a.m., Saturday evening at 6 p.m., and Sunday at 12 noon, and then commencing Sunday evening at 9 p.m. It will be phenomenal you don't want to miss it. This weekend also, we will be having our partnership meeting, our, our Raised in the Altar, that will be coming uh, during the afternoon in one of our sessions. God is going to speak directly to us. Amen. So thank you for being with us. The Lord bless you. Uh, we thank the Lord for our Charisma Podcast Network. Uh, God has been moving in that podcast.
Thank you for listening to Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast with Apostle Nathaniel Leon. Stay up to date with our latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, or by liking us on Facebook at This Rock International. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.